We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think we ain't done yet. All right, welcome to another edition of the Butting Heads Podcast, proud part of Ramstock Radio and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Steve Rivero, back as always with Johnny Gomez. Uh, we are recording this a week in advance. I will be on vacation uh, next the week this comes out, so I will not be around. And so we're doing part two of the schedule preview. Johnny, I don't think we need to do introductions. How about we get right into it? Let's do it. The uh, So... If you didn't listen to last week's pod, we each had the Rams coming out of the first four games, three and one. I had the Rams losing in week four to the 49ers. Johnny had them losing in week one to the Buffalo Bills. So week five, a uh, team we feel like we play all the time. It's uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, they went 12 and five last year. It was a good season for them. They were upset in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Vegas respects them. They're plus 1,800. To win the Super Bowl, it's ninth in the league, which doesn't sound that high, but certainly pretty good. They're uh, returning a good amount of their players. They had six Pro Bowlers last year. I, I believe most of those guys are coming back. They did lose Amari Cooper and Randy Gregory. Those are two big losses, but they got CeeDee Lamb up and coming. Uh, they they bring back Michael Gallup uh, on a deal. They lose a couple offensive linemen, Connor Williams, Lowe Collins, um, and they don't really add much. The biggest signing they made was Dante Fowler for $3 million. And so, more or less, this is going to be the same team. I mean, Cooper and Gregory are big losses, but I think, like, it kind of feels like us when we lose guys. Like, I'm not – usually I don't think it's going to really disrupt the flow of the team. And I don't – as much as I, I do think Amari Cooper is a bit underrated, I, I think they will next man up that role. Uh, and if C.D. Lamb is the guy everyone thinks he is, it should be fine. This was an elite offense last year. They led the league in yards per game, points per game, second in passing yards per game. They had a top 10 rushing offense. They gave up the seventh least points in the NFL per game. Their plus 14 turnover differential, uh, led, by, led by Trevon Diggs, was a game changer for this team. 
And they get to the playoffs and they just whimper out and lose. Unfortunately, it was a bad matchup for them. They lose to a really hot San Francisco 49er team. Had they played Arizona in the first round, I'm pretty sure they would have made it to the second round. And maybe they beat Tampa Bay. Who knows? But I don't know, Johnny. I think this is a good football team. I also think they're one of the least interesting teams in the league, which is crazy to say about the Dallas fucking Cowboys. But this just feels like a team that's good and that's just not going to go anywhere. And I don't, if you know, if you are a good football team that's almost a lock to make the playoffs like Dallas is, you don't disrupt that. You add to it where you can. And I know they tried to add Von Miller and they failed. They didn't really break up the roster at all. Um, but I like w- once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. And if things go right for them in the playoffs, they could get to the Super Bowl and potentially win it because they're good enough to do it. But it's just. Like, I would never pick them to make a deep playoff run, uh, but I also wouldn't pick them to not make the playoffs. I think they're pretty clearly the favorite in the division. It's just like, like what do we even talk about with this team, dude? Like, I, I, I just, I don't think the ceiling's that high, but the floor is really high. They're just like, just kind of treading along. It, it's kind of difficult to pinpoint what exactly the Dallas Cowboys are. But what I can say is they had a failure of an offseason. The fact that they weren't able to bring back Randy Gregory over a technicality was just so dumb. Um, Yeah. That that was beyond stupid on their part. You know, again, like you said, did they get terrible? No, of course not. They have some really solid pieces there. Um, You know, Dak Prescott is still a very good quarterback if he can stay healthy. you know, their offensive line is not getting any better. Um, is, but it like, same- is it fair to say, like, they had a – I would say we had a little better offseason than them because we – Oh, no question. We, But, like, it's kind of like with us, um, and I think it's similar, even though it's different. Like, on paper, the Rams got worse this offseason. I don't think there's any way around saying that, but not in a meaningful way. And I feel the same about the Cowboys. But, I, but, I feel like it's different in a way. And it's different because we just won the Super Bowl and we're still a Super Bowl contender, and they kind of needed to improve, and they didn't. Well, I also feel like that, you know, while they they didn't get so bad to the point where you're like, well, they're going to flop in 2022, um, it, it's I feel like they lost a lot more than what you can say the Rams did. You know, the Rams did lose some key players. You know, you brought up Von Miller. But beyond Von Miller, was there anyone else that the Rams lost that you are like, damn, we can't live without him? Well, I will have to watch four games of whoever replaces Austin Corbett to, to have a comment here. Because you know, we did I... lose a starter with no replacement. And obviously, Randy Gregory and Amari Cooper are way better than Austin Corbett. Um and we also didn't replace Von Miller either. And so Dallas fans might be sitting here with the same mentality we're sitting here with. That's just like, well, it doesn't really matter. It does matter, but it's like the guys we have behind him will fill the voids and other guys will step up. But I think the difference between our our teams is we just won the Super Bowl. We brought back the core members of the Super Bowl while Dallas is bringing back the core members of a team that got upset in the first round of the playoffs. And even if they didn't, how far could they really have gone? You know, um, they needed to have a better offseason than they did. Whereas the Rams, 
didn't like it's it's not the end of the world that they didn't bring back those guys even if I don't I would not sit here and say I, I trust the guys behind them just yet. No, I and, and the thing is, uh, the with the Cowboys, they you want them as if you're looking at it from a regular like a casual NFL fan perspective, you want the Cowboys to get a little bit better rather than get you know somewhat worse. And, and I feel like that's exactly what happened here is they they caught somewhat worse here. Um, and, and obviously for a team that is, you know, trying to win a Super Bowl here, you don't want to go backward. The Rams want a Super Bowl. So obviously you do want to, you know, stay at the same level or a little bit better. Um, but if they go back a little bit, is it really that bad? Um, because, hey, they just want a Super Bowl. And it's not like the Rams didn't add some key components themselves. I mean, right? Yeah, and the Cowboys didn't add anybody. Exactly, and that's the big difference here. So, with with the Cowboys, I I feel like they have a a pretty damn good um, offense. You know, they um, if they stay healthy, they can be a pretty good offense. Maybe not an elite offense, but a pretty good one. Um, and, and the key thing to that is health. You know, um, that's something that's been, you know, killing them for the past couple of years, really. Uh, as far as defensively wise, <laughs> I, I still think they have, a, uh, you know, some really key components there. You know, you have a really young stud in, in uh, Micah Parsons. And, you know, whether you love or hate Trayvon Diggs, it doesn't matter. He's still a pretty good player. Um, I wouldn't say he's, you know, a top five corner like a lot of other people would, but I I think he's someone that you got to keep an eye on for sure. Um, yeah, and it, like if if Parsons and Lamb take giant leaps of what are already Pro Bowl players, I think this team could push their way into the Super Bowl conversation. Um, I like Dak Prescott. I think he's always been unfairly like criticized for most of his career. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, this is a good team, and I just I don't know if I personally see the ceiling being a Super Bowl. You know, I think they're they're a beat behind us, they're a beat behind Tampa Bay, they're a beat behind Green Bay, and if Trey Lance isn't a complete fucking disaster, I think they're a beat behind the 49ers too. And so for them, you know, to get to the Super Bowl, I think out of all these teams we're talking about, in like us, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, San Francisco, getting the one seed would mean so much more to them than any of these other teams because they'd only have to go through two of the, the two of the, uh, well, I guess if, if they get the three seed, they would, they wouldn't have to go through one of these five teams, but you never know who, who's going to finish there. Only after getting through two games of the NFC playoffs, I think would be huge for them. Whereas for us, for Tampa, for Green Bay, yeah, it would obviously be a big deal, but I don't think any of us are sweating the wild card round. I mean, we'll see what other teams creep up though, but um, they need it more than anybody. Against Dallas, the Rams are three and one under Sean McVay. Uh, they got their ass whooped in twenty nineteen, but um, they won f- pretty pretty well. The other three matchups, including a, a playoff game in twenty it was twenty eighteen. Well, I guess technically twenty nineteen, but the twenty eighteen season. This is a game where it wouldn't shock me if the Rams lose. Um, but I'm not going to pick them to lose. I think they'll win 24-17 at home. Although, 
this is not this is going to be a neutral field game if we're being honest uh i i just i don't know i i think we we take care of business against them more often than not and like i said they're good if we under underestimate them they're gonna whoop our ass but i don't think we will and i think we're the better team so so what's the score you got then uh 24 17 i don't know if i said it uh, I don't. Uh, maybe you did, and I just uh, zoned out for a second. You never know. <laughs> Been going a while. It's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of with you, Steve. I I don't see. It wouldn't be a huge surprise if they do end up with the victory here. Um, but at the same time, I just don't see it. I don't see the Cowboys winning um, this game. I feel like uh, the Rams have the better overall team. And as long as, you know, the Rams stay healthy, because that's, that's always a concern for any team. But uh, as long as the Rams are healthy, I think the Rams win and win pretty decisively. I I don't think there's really any, any question that the Rams are the better team. So I'm going to go ahead and say 35, 27. Okay. It's a tough start to the year, man. It's uh, four playoff teams start the year. And it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, no, it doesn't. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, and I, Okay, so in week six... We, we were home against the Panthers. Uh, a good news for the Rams, I guess, is, unless I fucked up the, my writing here, they open the season, even though the games are tough, with four home games, two away games, and then a bye. So the Carolina Panthers, obviously, are in the news this week. They just traded for Baker Mayfield. They traded pretty much nothing. Uh, Fifth-round pick, and they're splitting his contract. So I think a no-brainer for the Panthers to make that deal. They had a busy offseason, too, even before this. Uh, they locked up DJ Moore, who's, who's an important part of their offense long-term. Uh, they bring in Asan Reddick, Stephon Gilmore, Matt Ioannidis, Xavier Woods on defense. Obviously, Gilmore and Reddick will really up the ante there. They took Austin Corbett from us to help out up front, uh, and they take another lineman, six overall, uh, Akeem Ikwuno. I don't know if I got that right. Uh, and like I said, they traded for Baker. They haven't been good the last two years under Matt Rule. Uh, they've only won five games each year, but they they tried out Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback in 2020, tried out Sam Darnold and Cam Newton. Half their team is injured every year. Um, 
Baker is the best quarterback he's had, like, by a pretty comfortable margin, which is kind of disgusting to say, but, like, I don't even think it's a debate. Um, am I crazy for thinking that this team is kind of like a dark horse playoff candidate? I feel like their depth chart on offense is loaded if they're healthy and if Baker's passable. Uh, if they have, if they get even 14 games out of Christian McCaffrey, he's, in my opinion, the best or second best running back in the league. I think DJ Moore is really good. I don't think Robbie Anderson's bad. There might be there with something there with Terrace Marshall. Um, and if Baker can go, man, and if they stay healthy, and if Matt Rule is actually a decent coach, because we don't know that, and if this team has another five win season, he should get fired. I kind of like this team, dude. Uh, I was looking at their betting odds. They're plus 1,300 to win the Super Bowl. That's obviously not good. Plus 1,000 to win the division. Like, if I'm just looking to bet some money on just a total long shot bet, I think this is one of the teams I'd like. I don't think this is going to be a bad team in 2022. No, it's, it's actually a very underrated team, if you ask me. And I think the key here is if, if, if uh, McCaffrey can actually stay healthy. Uh, because in my opinion, if McCaffrey stays healthy, you have a bona fide running back with a much improved offense. You know, I, I don't love Baker Mayfield, but let's face it. He's better than anything that um, the Panthers have had trotting out there in many years, probably since prime Cam Newton, you know, that that's how bad at quarterback that the Panthers have had it. Um, and who knows, man, maybe uh, Baker Mayfield just needed a change of scenery and, um, you know, plays a little bit better than he did in Cleveland. I doubt it, but you you never know. Um, in his defense, but... he – it was hit or miss by the season, but he did play some genuinely great football in Cleveland. Not last year. He did. But uh, at points no. in his career. He did. You know, there were games where he uh, – especially, like, his rookie year, I – I recall thinking, man, this guy's really, really good. And then the following year, I'm like, man, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, he, he has a a genuine baller in DJ Moore if he stays healthy. You know, I think um, this is a team that you absolutely don't want to overlook. That being said, I don't think that this is a team that's quite ready to beat the likes of the Rams. I'm just saying. I, I am not picking the Panthers here, believe me. But, like, I'm just saying, like, there are seven playoff spots in the NFC now. And if we talk about if we if we think, barring injuries, the Cowboys, Packers, um, Bucks, Rams, I guess the 49ers would be locks. Those last two spots, I mean, talking about the Vikings, the Eagles, the Cardinals – the Saints, I guess, maybe the Bears, I, maybe no. the Lions. Like I, I, I think if you want to, if you like, if I'm betting, and you want to just throw some money on a team with long shot odds to either make the playoffs or win a division or something like that, I like the Panthers and I like the Lions, and I think I like the Panthers more than the Lions because I think Baker's way better than Jared Goff at this point. And I don't know, there's just talent. There's talent here, and they added a lot of players on defense. Um. It's a team where if I, th- I think if they suck again this year, they need to not keep their coach and they need to figure out what the fuck is going on because 
unless everybody's injured again and shit they might be because that's kind of been their MO. Uh, this team has talent. That being said, I, 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 I picked the Rams 30 to 23. Um, I just, I don't know. I think, I think the Panthers are a decent team and I, I think it'll be a tougher game than it seems. It for sure will be a tougher game. And, um, I, I ended up going, uh, 27, 17 on this game. Um, for you know obviously in favor of the rams uh but to kind of add to your argument here if i was gonna throw money down on a long odds you know uh team to winning it i i I think their odds are a lot better than the panthers to be fair but i would throw money down on the eagles what i'm gonna look at the eagles odds right now yeah they're um the eagles are plus 2500 um but yeah i think they're I think they're better than the Panthers, but I yeah they're interesting too, and I I don't think we get to talk about them, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Are, are you buying Jalen Hurts? It depends what you mean by buying. If if you're asking me if he's gonna be an elite quarterback, no, I am not buying Jalen Hurts. Um, if you're asking me if he's gonna be a decent quarterback, you know, in the same breath as like say a Kirk Cousins. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'll even say that he has um, much better odds of actually winning, you know, big games over Kirk Cousins. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I like him as a quarterback, but not to the point of, like, some of the other quarterbacks. Like, I, I think of some of the other top elite quarterbacks. I don't even know – if we're talking just by season-by-season season basis – I think I would still even take the likes of Matthew Stafford there. Um, oh. If we're talking longevity-wise, obviously you got to go with Hurts. Well, I mean, I think, like, we were talking about Kyler. Like, there's no question if he was offered to the Rams for Matthew Stafford. It, this would never happen, but, like, in a hypothetical situation, the Rams should take Kyler Murray over Matthew Stafford because he's, like, 24. Um and I don't think Jalen Hurts is in that breadth. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. You would take Matthew Stafford and hope you get five more good years out of him. And currently cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. On that. Just wild, for now, though. That wild contract. Uh, okay, so the Rams head into a buy in Week Seven, early buy. Uh, we both have them five and one. Um, and I think, listen, it's not impossible that they go into the buy three and three. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but like a four and two Rams team going to the buy is not a concern. Uh, nope. it's just, it's, it's some tough, some tough games early on and they're going to keep getting tougher. You're going to keep getting tougher. Uh, coming out of the buy week eight, but at home again, I mean, they're stacking these home games, uh, this time against the 49ers. So we already talked about the 49ers. We didn't really touch on the Debo of it all. Guy demands a trade in the offseason, says he doesn't love how it's being utilized. Nothing happens. I'm pretty sure he showed up to mandatory minicamp. He's going to play this year. He's going to play for the 49ers. Do you think this will negatively impact them at all? I feel like it won't won't really matter. No. I I think if it was going to negatively impact them, it would have already happened. And uh, that's just kind of the the thing is uh, if Debo was really all that serious and holding out, he wouldn't be attending these mini camps he wouldn't be um he, he wouldn't be interacting with the team at all and uh the reality is is he is and um i think if this issue is still there 
Next year, I, I think he's as good as gone. But for now, he, he's a 49er, and it will remain that way at least until the 2023 season. Yeah, it's uh, they got to figure that shit out, man, because he's really fucking good. I don't know. Uh, you you got to keep that guy happy. Yeah, no question. The 49ers last season, I don't even know if I mentioned this in the pod, they, were, they had the seventh best rushing offense in the league. Which feels like low, like it feels like lower than you'd think. Yeah, it does. Um, I would imagine that would pop up with Trey Lance at quarterback. Um, but yeah, we talked talked a bunch about the 49ers. I picked the Rams to lose in the first matchup. I'm picking them to win here, twenty to sixteen, and another fucking slog fest between these two teams. It would be the first if they if they lose as I predicted the first time. Could be the first regular season win they've had against. The Niners in years. Uh, I I just like disagreeing with Steve, so I'm just gonna say that the Rams lose here. Um, I I like I like the Rams um, at this point, but I feel like you know whenever whenever you're talking about this matchup, it, it can be either or. Even though lately it's been closer to San Francisco, but now nowadays it's just it's too difficult to really determine who who it's going to be um especially because we don't exactly know what we have in Trey Lance here I kind of gave the benefit of the doubt to the Rams because uh Trey Lance was starting off the season and you know still getting into a rhythm and I think it's still going to be a struggle for him but I think ultimately the uh 49ers hold on in this game and they get a victory here 20 to 17 whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, so you got them five and two. I got them six and one. We head into week nine against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay has done nothing but win since uh, 40-something-year-old Tom Brady arrived in 2020, won the Super Bowl that year, ran through the league last year, 13-4 and four in 2021, uh, obliterated the Eagles and potentially exposed Jalen Hurts in the first round of that playoffs. Come in, home game against the Rams, round two. Everything's looking up for them. Uh, they get absolutely smacked around. I think it was we were up, what, 27-3? to And then they just came roaring back. The Rams just gave them the ball possession after possession. They tie the game. Uh, Rams end up winning it, but it looks like it'll be a valiant last hurrah for Tom Brady. He retires a couple weeks later. Then on retires, he's still playing. Uh, and so the Bucks are 
Still the Bucks. They're plus 700 Super Bowl odds. That's right behind Buffalo, second best in the league. They lost some guys. They lost Jason Pierre-Paul. They lost Ndamukong Sue. They lost Gronk. Um, Ali Moppet retired. N- none of these – and Gronk retired, obviously. None of those four guys are on teams right now. And so I would say for all of them, Ali Moppet, Marpet probably the least likely. They could all end up back here. Um, JPP and Sue, if there's no market for them, I'm sure the Bucks are taking back on cheap contracts. I don't think it's a – impossible chance that Gronk comes back in October and November and just wants a couple months off and not want to do mini camp because he's 33. Um, it's, this is a, this is a good team, a very good team. They didn't really lose anybody besides, uh, well, they lost those guys, but like <laughs> they, they're keeping the core of their team around. Mike Evans still here. Chris Godwin's injured. He might be ready for the start of the season, but he'll be there. Uh, they bring in Russell Gage to replace Antonio Brown. Like, is there any – do you expect regression at all here um, from this team, or are they just clearly right in the mix with us and, and Green Bay for the NFC title? And I would say if you ranked out the favorites, I think Green Bay is pretty clearly third uh, behind us in the Bucks. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't think um... – the the Bucks have regressed too much, but I do think that I I I I don't know how to say this without being too controversial, so I'm just gonna say it. I, I feel like the love for Tom Brady is kind of out of control lately. Like I've even seen some QB rankings where he's like the second best quarterback in the league, and I'm like, don't get me wrong. This is not a guy that you want to overlook or you know count him out at any point because uh, he's made a career of people, uh, you know, basically people counting him out. But I mean, the love for this guy is insane. He's another year older. Um, last year, he did he still did a hell of a job, but I don't think he's like any better this year. I, I don't I don't get how there's so much love for this guy just because he came out of retirement for a few months. Um, okay. So. so I will say this. I, I I might have the same thought process of you, but when I was doing the research for this pod, Tom Brady turns 45 in August. And like the fact that a 45 year old, is making or breaking their Super Bowl chances or even their playoff chances. It's just absolutely fucking comical, dude. Like, he he deserves all the praise he gets. I think I, you asked me 10 years ago, I, I think I would have said, I think Peyton Manning was better than Tom Brady and he just, um, you know, he didn't have the rings. I think since then, Tom Brady's won like four more rings and is still fucking playing at 45. Isn't Peyton Manning already in the Hall of Fame? Like, the longevity is just silly, and I think he's clearly cementing himself as the best player ever. And the fact that he can come in at forty-five and still be good, like it, it just not, not just good, like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL is just—it's silly. I mean, we—I don't know if we talk about it enough because it's just so understood that forty-five-year-old Tom Brady is going to get it done. Oh yeah, there's no question. He's still a very good quarterback. But it, it's just it, – it's beyond me how you could sit here and say that 
he's a top five quarterback even. I do not see him as a top five quarterback. Uh, maybe I'm underrating him a little bit, but I just, I don't know. I don't see how people can sit here and say that he's still as good as he was, you know, like 10 years ago, you know, I just, it's just weird to me. Um, you know, and, and again, it, it can't be said enough that this is a very dangerous team, but it isn't because of Tom Brady. Let's, let's just make that clear. Well, okay, if you replace Tom Brady with Kirk Cousins, how are you feeling about this team? That's not fair. <laughs> you picked the guy that I would really not want to roll with in in a playoff scenario at all. All right, well, well, Jalen Hurts, we just praised him. Because if you okay. put Jalen Hurts yeah. on this team, they're not a Super Bowl contender to me. Oh, yeah, I, I think they're a Super Bowl contender with Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. I, I think we forget how good this receiving core, you know, if if it's healthy, even without Antonio Brown, this is a dangerous receiving core. Mike Evans is easily one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Um, and then Godwin, if he's healthy, is, is a hell of a receiving option as well. Um, you say what you will about Gage. I, I, I don't think he's that good anymore. I just, I don't. But... Well, yeah, but, I mean, Godwin and Mike Evans were there with Jameis Winston, um, and they won, like, eight games. Obviously, the team's a little better on the other side of the ball now, but... A, a little? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I I, I think, like, you know, I don't I don't think Tom, current Tom Brady, no, he's not in the Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, top, top tier, but I think I'd put him in the next tier. Uh, he's certainly in the Stafford tier to me. Um, yeah. I will agree with that. Yes. Yes. I don't know. It's if he retired, I don't know who they would have gone with. If he actually retired, it probably been like Jameis or like Trubisky or somebody like that. Maybe they get Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, And if Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback (laughs) on the team, they're not winning shit. No. And I will agree with you there. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, it's just so fucking wild. He's 45 and he's still doing this. It's just, I don't know if anyone will ever do that again. I don't no, think Rodgers uh, is playing to 45. Yeah, I think it's possible for him. Yeah. But uh, if he wants to, that's the big question. I think the drive there for Brady is a lot greater than for Aaron Rodgers. Like, we we watched Tom Brady in his first season as starter beat, got, like, Kurt Warner and, and Marshall Falk in that team, um, and he's still here. Like he's still he's still here. We're still talking about him after the Rams won their next Super Bowl. It's just crazy. Um, the Rams have really had the Bucks number. They've won eight of their last nine games against Tampa Bay. Uh, the only win they had in the last couple of years was the uh, that crazy game. I think it was twenty nineteen. Uh, it was like fifty five to forty one. I think the Rams are going to continue to err. No, actually. I, <laughs> Maybe I'll say this when we get to the podcast, but um, I, I don't think I don't know. I feel like the Bucks are due for a like pounding of us. Like I feel like we have had their numbers so intensely. Um, it's kind of like I think the Forty ers are due for us to just wipe the floor with them too. Uh, I think the Bucks beat us thirty-one to seventeen here. I think it's on the road. We've had their numbers so hard. 
Tom Brady's never beaten us with the Bucks. Um, they're going to have a sour taste from that playoff game, and I think this game's going to mean a lot more to them than it does to us. I I think that there will it'll be a thrashing, but it'll be the opposite. I think the Rams continue to have their number. I I just don't see a universe that Tom Brady just becomes this all-out assailant against the Rams. I think the Rams have just been You don't see a universe where Tom Brady would be an all-out assailant against the Rams. No. We've lived in not. that universe for almost the last 20 years. Like a decade ago, yes. <laughs> like I... five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do I see Tom Brady being an all-out assailant of, uh, against us without Bill Belichick? Okay. Maybe. Okay. No, Maybe. I, I don't think – I mean, I just – yeah, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams pounded them either. Uh, what what I, score are you going with? I think I'm going to roll with a – I'll say – I'll say 28 to 14. Okay. Well, I think like the Cardinals, they got their one against us last year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so well, what, we're at like seven and two now? We're both at six and two. Uh, six heading and two. Into there week we go. 10. Yeah. Because uh, I had them six and one heading into this game. Week 10, we play the Cardinals. Um, trying to think other Cardinals topics to hit on that we didn't hit yet. They're... Their Super Bowl odds are plus three thousand five hundred, um, so that's actually a thousand more than the Eagles. Would would you ever even consider betting on that? Uh, no. <laughs> like they're good odds for a team that is young and made the playoffs last year, but I also would not ever consider betting on that. Uh, one thing that we could consider as a topic is I believe at this point of the season, D-Hop is back. Is that correct? Yes, he would be back. So that does add another dimension here and something to consider because, uh, yeah, I imagine D-Hop is like, anxious to get back on the field and show what he really is. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people have lost favor in this guy. Um, when really a couple seasons ago, this guy was arguably the best receiver in football. Um, so it's kind of weird how such a quick drop off just because of a few injuries and then the suspension doesn't help either. Yeah. And that's uh D hop versus Jalen Ramsey has historically been battles. Um, when you add him into the mix, it's certainly a much better offense, but I don't know, man. I'm just so not scared of this team after the playoff game last year. And I almost feel like this is at home. Like this is an absolutely out. Like this is a full on Johnny Homer take that I'm making right here. I have the Rams winning this game 37 to 17. I think they're just going to absolutely fucking wipe the floor with them. Uh, and I could see a world where I, I, I'm going to make my prediction either way, but I could see a world where the Cardinals are just kind of falling apart, entering this game and the Rams just kind of due to them what who was it the falcons did to us in uh 2016 they beat us so bad that we just immediately fired jeff fisher like i don't know (laughs) i think it it was the falcons yeah like i don't know if cliff kingsbury could get fired in week 10 but like i could see this kind of just being like a straw breaking the camel's back type of game if things are not going well with them and we walk in and wipe the floor with them 
Yeah, I, I foresee a, a, a blowout here. Um, much like you, Steve, I, I don't see a I, I don't see them being all that threatening. I think the the Rams have had their number except for that one game. And I even with the addition of D Hop, considering he's healthy, um I, I I just don't think they're gonna be good enough to beat the Rams. And uh I, I'm gonna say forty two twenty for the Rams. Yeah, like the Cardinals kind of feel like if you you bought a Ferrari but you put the engine of a nineteen seventy five Oldsmobile in it, like I don't know what it is. Like something's just something's just missing, and and like it's something's just off with this team. The roster's good, but like I just don't I don't see it. At least say like uh, a reliable car. I mean, did you have to go with Oldsmobile? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I don't know what what the moves for this team. Well, I think they, if they're bad this year, they got to get rid of Cliff and there's good coaches out there that could be had. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Cliff King, Kingsbury is the AC, uh, AC or AZ rather head coach, um, in 2023. I don't either. I don't either. Okay. So we both got the Rams seven and two heading into, uh, Week 11 against the Saints. And unfortunately for y'all, we're not going to talk about the Saints today. <laughs> and that will be a fun discussion. Yeah. When, uh... <laughs> well, and uh, something just crazy about like, so the 7-2 and two after week 10, they will be done with the Cardinals and the 49ers after week 10. They haven't played the Seahawks yet. They'll play them twice, which is kind of a gift because over these next eight weeks, we play the entire AFC West and the Saints. And the Packers. And then the Seahawks twice. So, I don't... We'll talk about the Saints. I'm not a believer, but the, those AFC West games are a gauntlet because I think I'm more or less a believer in all four of those teams. Whew. Alrighty. Any, anything else before we hop off? Just, I can, I can almost taste the season starting. It's there. It's right there. We're so close. It's only uh, recording this on July 10th, so if anything else crazy happens, we're sorry. But uh, by the time this pod comes out, Johnny, we're only going to be a couple weeks away. Yeah, that's that's craziness. And uh, hopefully by the time you come back, Steve, uh, we'll have Odell signed. <laughs> God help us if we don't. All righty. Uh, well, you know where to find us on Twitter, at Cervero. At Johnny Five Not Six at Talk Rams, and we'll talk to you guys soon. How how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally, I think we ain't done yet.